0: hi everybody and welcome to mindlessful I am absolutely so delighted to have Neve herney here today I had the pleasure of meeting Neve um I think it was in September I went to Depot chakra and we ended up randomly just standing beside each other um I actually met another two ladies one of them I would have known. And she just assumed that me and Neve were together. So we ended up <laughs> spending the evening at a Depot Chakra and connecting. And now we're here. So thank you, Neve, for being here.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Kira. That was a magical day. <laughs> it really
0: was. And I was actually thinking afterwards, myself and Neve, um, we walked into Dublin City. I was walking to my car. So we walked out together and we were chatting and I knew, knew you felt the same deep appreciation for meditation that I have. And like, I think you felt that I had it as well, did you?
1: Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I think when you meet someone who is on a similar vibe to you, there's just that instant connection it was like we didn't even have to say things we just knew that we were thinking the same yeah and um yeah that event and like Deepak himself like it was just like the energy in the room
0: was unbelievable brilliant it was amazing and I suppose one step further then I think it was the next week wasn't it I was in Galway and we exchanged numbers and I text Neve and we met for a walk. And like that, we were just chatting like we had known each other for a long time. Um, but I suppose we had so many things in common and we we liked a lot of the same things. Yeah. And Neve shared a bit of her journey, um, of why meditation um and mindset and mindfulness is so important to her. So you're now a life and mindset coach and meditation teacher, Zach right? Yes.
1: <laughs> um yeah. So I suppose what kind of brought me to that event um and kind of into this whole work um was I was working in a career um that I really didn't love. Um and I was just kind of I, I wound up in a place in my life where it just kind of didn't feel like me and I was quite stressed out. I was working in like a really busy healthcare environment, um, health and research, and it was just completely overwhelming. And I always had this really busy mind, you know, Um, always overthinking, always kind of worrying about something, but not even recognizing it in myself. Like I think, you know, when you feel like you're just wired like that and that's your norm, and, and you don't know any different. Um, But I think I got to a stage, Uh, it was during COVID, I was living in Sydney, and I got to a stage where I was so stressed out that I couldn't sleep at night, and then I was really like, okay, I need to figure this out. So I actually started with Deepak's, um, I think he does like a 21 days of meditation, so I did that, and I'll never forget halfway through, I was like, oh my God, this is life-changing, because it just... It gave me the power to kind of redirect my focus. So normally when I'd, I'd kind of start worrying something or an anxious thought would come in, It's it's like it nearly spirals. You know, it's like one worrying thing leads to the next thing leads to the next. And I'll never forget, like I'll never forget that day in, in work. And I was maybe eight days into the 21 days. And it was like the anxious thought came in and I caught it. It was like I saw it. And then I ne- I had the power then to redirect my focus and decide that actually do you know what that's not a road I want to go down today, and that was literally like I'll never forget that moment because wow. the power to actually be able to do that. Um. So then I was like, Jesus! Everyone needs to know about this. <laughs> it's magic. Wow. Um. Yeah. So then I I trained. Uh, well, I really I really got into meditation. Then I really stuck with it um and then that's kind of what brought me into it and then all the loveliness that you experience um has kept me there you know like I I really think the more you meditate the more you get to know yourself and then that that's kind of what led me into coaching then as well I was able to kind of hear that inner voice and the kind of you know the nudge to do something else um and to follow my passions and stuff so that that's where I ended up (laughs) yeah and you mentioned <laughs> Long-winded.
0: that was day eight wasn't it yeah I'd say so I'd say I'd say it was around, around day eight. eight because there'll probably be a lot of people who are listening to this who when you start first would you agree mm. be really hard because you're actually making time to hear those voices and they can be very loud and yeah you know, I'm sure oh. into day eight did it take like work like
1: 100% and i think i think that there is this there's kind of this fear that people have sometimes i think around meditation and around sitting with yourself and and especially if you feel like your brain goes 90 miles an hour because there is this conception that um meditation you're supposed to switch off your thoughts but that is not the case at all like we'll never be able to switch our brains off our brains have a job and it is to think And the only time we're not thinking is when we're, you know, not alive. (laughs) So hopefully we're thinking. Yeah. Um. But I think it's, I think it's this fear of what's going to come up when I sit with myself and it's actually not that bad. Like when you start to sit with yourself and you experience the discomfort of just sitting there and doing nothing, it's hard at the start. But again, what I always say to the students is it's only uncomfortable because you're not used to it. It's like we're used to distracting ourselves. We're not used to sitting still and, you know, just being present. And and it's like these kind of like I knew I wasn't happy in my career. So that started coming up for me straight away and different things. But like at the end of the day, looking back, I'm delighted that it did. And I'm delighted that I listened to it because it never goes away anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just trying to hold space for yourself um and not judge yourself. That's a big part of it as well. And like when you can do that, it's like yeah, it's life changing, it really is. Um so yeah, that that's yeah. um that's that's my 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 opinion on meditation anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, and when I suppose you start meditating like that you started to realize you knew you weren't happy in your job anyway but did it give you the opportunity to actually make changes that you probably wouldn't have done if you started meditating?
1: yeah so a whole thing about meditation is um it gives you awareness of what you're thinking so as you sit there and you know you're trying to realign your focus i i always describe it as if you're stressed you can't think clearly so like you know if there's a lot of noise going on up there you can't listen to that inner voice anyway you know when you know you want to change something you don't know how mm-hmm. it's like the mind is so busy that you can't hear you can't hear your heart or you can't hear what you truly want you know so you have to give yourself time to kind of let all that noise pass and sit with whatever it is Then after a while, you develop this skill to be able to just see your thoughts as they pass on, but not read too much into them, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so meditation gave me a real awareness of what I was thinking. So if these kind of thoughts or these feelings of wanting to leave my job all the time were coming up, it was like, okay, this is something that's coming up a lot for me. And just noticing that, like not having to act on anything. Um, and then I think another huge thing of what it did for me is it helps you to connect to your body so you start to realize you know you might have a certain posture, you might be doing a guided meditation um, about following joy or or you know visualizing kind of your dream day or something like that and all of a sudden you start to notice that your body reacts in a certain way so you might notice like tingles in your hands or you might notice like a lightness in your chest and stuff like that and I think I just had no awareness of my body before that and you know your gut feelings and all that kind of stuff like I think for someone who lives in their head a lot listening to that can be very hard and when you hear people saying different things like oh I just swallowed my dreams sometimes it's like well how do you even know what your dreams are (laughs) but but like meditation like it helps you listen to that and it helps you once you get quiet all of those things become more clear um so yeah it gave me awareness of my thoughts it gave me awareness of my feelings and really what I wanted and then as well as that, then it helps you to kind of direct your focus and choose what you're going to go after. So it's kind of like, I don't know. For me, it's a really like it's a really essential part of my life now because it's like, it, it you know it's kind of it's a prevention of stress. Really, I always say if you feel stressed, don't try to down and meditate, go for a walk or something, because it's it's better in a stress capacity as a preventative, but. What I really love about it is that it connects you to yourself, you know, and and it really helps you to move in a direction that feels authentic to you.
0: Yeah. And the mind body connection. Oh, uh, it's huge. Massive. And that's it. Like, you know, for me, especially this year. And I suppose I I love meditating, and I'd be able to sit, and I could do it for hours. And I kept mm. this little message from my my spirit team, being like, "The body, come on, bring it." You know, <laughs> what about the it body? It. Yeah. <laughs> but when you connect the mind with the body, it's like magic happens. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And but,
1: like,
0: but, sorry, go on. We'll go on there. <laughs> um, I
1: think. That that was the the kind of secret ingredient for me because if you're always trying to figure things out in your head, you're 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 just you're gonna hit a brick wall because um, you know certain questions like should I be in this relationship? Should I follow this path? Should I move to this country? Should I take on this job? Like your body has the answers for you. It doesn't need to be a complicated you know pros or cons list it's like if you get quiet and you ask yourself the question after a while you'll start to notice that your body will tell you um and that has been you know unbelievable and now like there's loads of science coming out about gut feelings and and the gut and the brain like connection and like that's all incredible and some people need that and kind of need the logic around that um to get into this space but like you know, your body really does have so much wisdom, and I think the the mind body connection, I think, is only starting to be understood now. Um, but it is huge. Like even for me, as I said, when I was struggling with anxiety, it was the physical symptoms that caused me to go, "Okay, hang on, like something needs to change here." Like it it has to be, you know, I I had I had a full MOT, I was all fine. Um, so it had to be coming from somewhere else, you know. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. And when when we met that day in Galway, I suppose you really shared, you know, a bit about your experience with anxiety. Um, and that part in you that was like, no, my body, you really were given an opportunity to listen to your body, weren't you? Yeah. Well, okay, so um, I suppose more on the anxiety
1: side of things I I would have always had a very active mind as in you know like really studious really into science like really curious about everything um but also like that element of worry was there a lot Mm. so but again it's so hard to recognize that in the moment like I you know to even know that you're worrying about something or to even know that you're overanalyzing this more than someone else would how how can you tell unless you're you know in hindsight um but anyway it got so my kind of whole journey I suppose I was probably wired a bit like that from the start but then it got bad so when I was on my J1 in America I was 21 living life no worries (laughs) And um, I had an experience where I had been in Vegas for a couple of days with my friends living our best lives. Yeah. And uh, afterwards, I had been driving and, like, I was tired and, like, sure, up drinking and whatever else. And on the third day, we had just gotten back to San Diego and um, I experienced this tingling in my hand. And it got really bad and I... I suppose I have a disc kind of gone wrong in my neck so I wouldn't have like been overly worried about any tingles or anything yeah. like that but it got quite strong and then it moved into my face and I was like what the hell is this this is kind of weird um and then all of a sudden it was in my throat and I actually couldn't speak it was like I was having a stroke so when I went to talk to my friend it just all came out as mumbo jumbo and um, so that frightened the life out of me and um, like after a couple of minutes my speech came back and I got like a slight headache after that but after that then I you know we were all convincing ourselves that I was just tired and then I'll never forget it one of my friends came in and she was like get to the hospital because that's not normal
0: yeah.
1: so anyway went to the hospital and he told me he wasn't sure if I had a stroke or not so then me being 21, um, that just shook the life out of me then as well. I was terrified that I was gonna have a stroke and and I was gonna end up not able to speak and whatever else. Um, so I suppose that kind of spiraled like health anxiety from there. You know, every time I'd get a headache or every time I'd feel a tingle, I was terrified that this was gonna happen. Um, and I think. For people who haven't experienced that kind of level of anxiety, it's really hard to put into words how it makes you feel. Like it makes you feel really isolated and really like terrified in your own body, which is horrible. Um, And I can only put it into words like this now because, again, it's in hindsight. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you're just trying to battle all the time. You're just trying to convince yourself that you're fine and you're getting through it. Um, but yeah, it really kind of it was always bubbling up in the background for me. And I suppose my science background, like I'd studied anatomy, so I kind of knew like a lot of the things I knew about the brain. I had studied neuroanatomy. I knew that they didn't understand why that this was happening to me and like migraine and all this kind of stuff. Um so yeah, I suppose I kind of let my mind run rampant and It just started to get kind of progressively worse Um, until the point where I remember one day I had a panic attack and that was like, like, oh my God. (laughs) I really felt like I was dying. Like it was horrific. Um, and And the symptoms were so physical. This is what I want people to understand. Like you cannot like, like my hand if someone else put their hand on my chest they would be able to feel my heartbeat like i'd be sweating like um you know you could make yourself cry like just that the the symptoms were so physical and like the tingles the headaches like all of the things i was experiencing were real feelings um so it was really it's really really hard to separate yourself and convince yourself that no, this is anxiety, when it feels so mm-hmm. real. And it is real. It
0: mm-hmm. is
1: real. Um, so anyway, that day kind of really shook me. And I think something that always, um, in hindsight, looking back, will always stand to me is that I, I never identified as an anxious person. Although looking back, I probably was like, yeah. and I was probably an anxious child and stuff, but I never identified as that. Wow. I always felt like this was just something that was I was experiencing, and there was kind of a reason for it. It was like, oh, you know, that headache freaked me out, and and this has like. Okay, so when I say headache, in, 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 um, afterwards, they diagnosed me as having migraine with aura, which is a really, really rare type of migraine.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and the aura can be like you can lose your vision or you can lose your speech.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and again, it's just like they said, look, this could happen to you once in your life or it could happen to you rep- repetitively. Um, you're more at risk of having a stroke if you've experienced this, um, but it might never happen again okay um but yeah so I think when you're in it it's very hard to kind of get out of it but what got me out of it was identifying that it wasn't me like I was not anxiety it was just something I was experiencing um and then science head on me I got stuck into understanding you know your nervous system um understanding what anxiety is um how I'm having all these physical symptoms and I remember something that really stood out to me was um so stress is is just your body um in fight or flight so I'm sure everyone has heard of this at at this stage but it's your body experiencing something that it detects as a threat and then having a physical response And your brain cannot tell the difference between a lion standing in front of you and like having that kind of response or a thing that you're dreaming up in your head. So worrying about a meeting with your boss that you have tomorrow or worrying about, you know, in my case, having that kind of migraine again or having a stroke or whatever it is. Your brain can't tell the difference between something that's actually happening and something that you're just thinking about. And hence it produces the same physical reaction. So when I understood that then and I was like okay there's nothing actually wrong with me like my thoughts are triggering this physical reaction in my body I that was really helpful because then I could separate myself from what was happening yeah um and then I just started to educate myself on the parasympathetic nervous system so your kind of rest and, and digest response how to make your body relaxed um that's where I kind of came up with meditation and stuff like that um and yeah and the power of the breath and just like how the more you can kind of turn on this rest and digest response the more you can tap into that the the easier it becomes and the less physical symptoms that I was experiencing um. so yeah that was that was a long winded way again.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's really good because it paints, you know, like it's I know a lot of people are speaking about meditation or the nervous system. But mm. I think when someone shares their experience and like you, that was a really, I'd say, terrifying time in your life. You know, having a panic attack is is a horrendous feeling, Do you know, it's hard yeah. to even yeah. put words on it. Um, yeah and for where you are now you know and and the fact that you chose and again I suppose when I record these at people I like to keep you know reminding people that that you chose to do all those things Mm. um but I think something that is coming up a lot is you know um anxiety like you you said there about you know that you were probably always anxious but but it was the norm do you know that we don't yeah, know yeah,
1: yeah we don't know yeah and I think so many people in in our society so I, I think the way I look at it is that I know people some people don't like the word anxiety because yes. they're like you know they don't identify with it fair enough right but I think the way society is set up a lot of us live in our heads and we're not encouraged you know to it just just life is just not set up for for people to be well like that is just the reality of it and you and you really have to put time into your week if you want to feel well like unless you're out there living on a farm in a remote (laughs) part of somewhere um and I think years ago that they didn't have to have this awareness on things because like life was not as stressful yeah and and it was like you know you'd come home from work in the evening and you mightn't have a TV and you might go chatting and laughing for the evening with your family and like how you know how great that was and then you know we all we all wonder how we're not well when it's like from the moment we wake up in the morning we are constantly stimulated constantly on and it never stops um so yeah i think I've lost my train of thought now. Where I was going with that, I think. Don't worry, he'll come back. <laughs> I just think that really just recognising that um, it's not who you are; it's an experience that you're having. Mm. I think that's so important, and it was a choice that I made to to get over it. And and like I also want to say that if someone is listening to this today, and if they're there. And if, you know, they feel like they've no control over their mind because it can feel like your mind is just going off and, and you have no capacity to, you know, you might have this ruminating thought that keeps coming up and it just will not go away. And and that's a horrible feeling. But just to know that your body is in a state of stress and if if like there will be a time in your life where you won't feel like this, I think as well yeah because like for a couple of weeks before I had that panic attack I honestly felt like I would never be right like it felt like I had another voice nearly in my head and I know that sounds crazy but it was like my brain was so on that that's what it was like it was like even when I was having a conversation with someone I was thinking about something else I wasn't present and looking back on that now I'm like that's like a different person like like the fact I was in that hole and now I'm like I, I I'm so different now and and it's not to say that like so there's another thing is that if if you're in that experience of anxiety like I probably had general anxiety disorder that I never got diagnosed um so your body can remember those feelings and it can remember you know the elevated heart rate the sweaty palms, the chest pain, all these kinds of things. It's not like you're going to educate yourself on anxiety today. You're going to start practicing meditation tomorrow and then it's all going to be gone forever. You know, it's a journey and like your body remembers those experiences Um, and anxiety as well is an emotion. Like fear is an emotion and it passes. So it's not to say that I never, ever, ever feel anxious because sometimes you know if there was a line in front of me i'd feel pretty anxious <laughs> like yeah. it's okay um you know having a stress response is not a bad thing we need it yeah but living in it is is where the the trouble is because you can't get to any of the magic while you're while you're in that space you know you're in survival mode you're not living but just to know that if you're there at the moment you do not need to live there. And, and stuff like, like meditation for me has been, I feel, the missing ingredient. um And breath work, I always say to people, you know, a three, four, five breath, inhale for the count of three, hold for four and exhale for five. That will activate your rest and digest response every single time. Like you can't do that right or wrong. It just every time your exhale is longer than your inhale, you will enter into a state of relaxation and you can access that anytime when you're feeling stressed if you're in the middle of your work day and you're up in the clouds go into the bathroom do your breaths and you'll come back down and and even if that doesn't last for long at the start like the more you do it the more your body will will learn it's like okay I am safe okay this is fine and you start to create those new pathways and form those new patterns and yeah, there, there's a way, there's a way
0: out and there's a way over everything. Yeah, yeah. And like what you said, it's creating new, new pathways, new tools, new, new coping mechanisms. And I think that's why I suppose, you know, even bringing you on, you know, for for people who may be listening, who may feel I'm in the depths of anxiety. This is who I am. Um, mm-hmm. And you already mentioned it. I suppose for me your words are so so powerful I would never ever in a month of Sunday say I am anxious I would say I feel anxious right now there's anxiety Mm -hmm. in my body but I wouldn't say I am anxious because Mm -hmm. I think you do you would you be with me that our words are so powerful and the minute we say something that is our that is we're we're putting that out into the universe and you know, science is jumping on board with energy and how powerful mm. we are.
1: Yeah. Oh, they're so intertwined, and uh, yeah, and I think your subconscious mind is always listening. So it's like your body has ears. Like your body has ears. Your body does have ears, but it is like that. It's like if you're saying, "I am anxious," it's like you, your body believes that. Um. So I completely agree. The way you identify yourself. And the way you identify your emotions is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is something that has always helped me. The fact that I've been like, I'm experiencing this thing, but I am not this thing. Yes. It's not me. It's separate to me, you know. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think something that made me feel good then as well was was seeing science coming along because I have that science background. And for me you know um getting into meditation i had to read a bit of the research and i had to know you know a couple of things and and like i think that that's okay i think however you you find your way into this kind of stuff is is wonderful for you and only take what resonates with you um but I mean, like, the mind-body connection. I think it's Jerry Hussey. he always says, like, if people think that the mind and body aren't connected, like, why do people cry, you know? Like, why do you cry when you feel sad? Like, that's a physical reaction to an emotion. Um, and I think I just don't need any any other proof other than that. Like, it's just, like, the, the fact that people ever thought that they weren't connected is just mad to me, you know? Um,
0: yeah. That's it. (laughs) And I suppose on the other flip side, so imagine (laughs) going on a little journey with you. So, you know, you became aware, you had anxiety, you know, you found meditation. And I suppose for me, I feel like you go on a journey, and then all of a sudden you be you start to see the world really differently. And Mm. that's not to say that you turn into a complete an osher fairy you know you still have days (laughs) where you might wake up and be like oh I feel really anxious and again we came here to feel all our feelings but like how would you feel like I suppose that you could do things now that years ago you would have thought I wouldn't be able to do that or can you see unlimited possibilities in the world you know like magic and
1: oh yeah 100% I think it's I think if you're someone who gets lost in your head so you're someone who you know is is maybe an overthinker is an anxious person you can see a lot of problems very often and a lot of obstacles and when you when you start to kind of really tap into you know what you want from life what you care about um what your heart wants all these kind of things that might sound a little bit spacey to some people but like they are the magic of life I think me and you know that um when you start to tap into that and you allow yourself to think about these things like I think you see it as well you see it everywhere like some people are are living their dreams and they are following their hearts and and there is so much magic in the world 100 Mm, percent um I think it just kind of you open your eyes to it when when you don't have all the fear and all the yeah all the anxiety and stuff like that and yeah I think I think again like when when I was a child I was fearless Mm. and then I really loved I loved that about myself like I was the kid that was like running along and jumping i'd jump off the cliff like i'd be like nothing was too scary and nothing was too big and then when all of this kind of happened to me it was like i really hated that i had had lost that almost yeah um but and, and again with the identity piece i really did not identify myself as someone who was a warrior or like you know yeah. and i think that these labels are so damaging yeah. um so but it it's about giving yourself permission to just strip it off you know and like let go of it and then allow yourself i always think like you know we're only here once like if you have something in your heart or in your mind or or somewhere somewhere in, in your awareness you need to follow it because it's not a test run, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that sounds really like out there, but it's true. Like, I just think life is so short. We just need to, yeah, just need to embrace it, like, and just need to allow ourselves. So you need to, first of all, if you're feeling anxious and stressed, you need to, you know, allow yourself time and space to to deal with that. And then later on, it's like when you have the time and space and you and you've given that to yourself, now it's like, okay, where do I want to go now? I've got this space now. I've got this new awareness. Um, you know, where do I want to take it, and and what we really want to to bring in? And I suppose that's where coaching came in for me as well, yeah. because um, there was so much. I I was always, I was always looking for meaning in my work, and I used to get up every morning, and it was just such an effort to get out of the bed to to go in and I was like it was just it just wasn't lighting me up in any way and I was like what can I do that's actually going to make me feel like I'm doing something you know worthwhile um so that's when I I learned about life coaching when I was in Australia and I was like oh my god this is like imagine to be able to give someone else space to like discover their gifts and their talents and what lights them up um so yeah, I just think following that you can't, you don't even know that it's there until you give yourself the space. Then once you find it, it's like right, let's let's follow it. Let's live with intention. What do I want to bring in? You know?
0: Yeah, and it's so powerful. Do you know, like as in you had started following your path, and then they started giving you coaching and all these things. And now, like where you are now, do you love coaching? Like do you love teaching meditation?
1: Oh like I I it's like two different life experiences like mm-hmm. me before this yeah. and me after this like I love teaching meditation because I love enabling people to find that space and to find that peace and to find that connection with themselves I think where I was I was so disconnected to my from myself like I had kind of followed the path in society I had gotten the degree I'd done the masters I'd gotten the right job and I'd done all the I ticked all the boxes but I'd never actually asked myself what I wanted so the reason I really wanted to teach meditation and to get into coaching was to connect people back to themselves like so many people don't know themselves mm. and it's not their fault because I think we're not given the space and we're not encouraged to get to know ourselves and to to listen to our hearts and to listen to what you want it's like no do the right thing you know like you're good at this you're bad at this so follow that um so yeah like once once I got clear all of the, the good stuff started coming in you know it's like coaching came to me and finally I was like okay right this is this is like my purpose this is this is it just I'll never forget it the day that I realized that I wanted to go coaching it was like my whole body just like lit up and I was like wow this just sounds like the perfect career for me because I can give people that space Mm -hmm. and when I'm coaching a client and I can see the cogs turning in their heads and they're starting to get that clarity and they're starting to allow themselves to dream and to think about the things that they want it's like what could be better like there is such genuinely there's so much reward in that you know it's
0: gorgeous like it's class. no i can nearly feel the energy off i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) you can't but
1: but it is it's the most like i just think if you can if you can give yourself that time and that space to really get to know yourself like and trust yourself you know like I think so many of us don't trust ourselves, and we don't stand behind what we say ourselves, and it and it's hard, like because yeah. I think, you know, you've so many people kind of doubting you, like whether it be teachers or whether it be whoever, you know, everyone's got a story, but it's like, I think it was actually that book, um, Five Regrets of the Dying. Have you ever read
0: that book? No, I've heard it's amazing though.
1: Oh, the the number one regret. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this now, but it's something like, um. I wish I lived a life true to myself, not the life that others expected of me. And that to me is like everything. When I heard that, I was like, okay, right. I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm just going to pluck up the courage now and have the balls to just go after what it is that I want. Cause at the end of the day, like when I, when I heard those words, I knew that that would be a regret that I would have. Yeah. Um, on in on the life path that I was on because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't listening to myself yeah. and and we all know yeah um and it doesn't necessarily as well I always say to people you know like if you're searching for purpose and you're searching for meaning it can nearly be stressful because like if you yeah. don't know yourself and you don't know what you want it's like it like how am I going to figure this out and like what is this yeah. purpose thing um and I remember my friend Sinead said to me, She was like, because I was on that path. Like when I decided I didn't like what I yeah. was doing and I and I wanted to figure it out. And she was like, Neve, like maybe your purpose is just to be happy. Like, yes. And yeah. and I was like, I loved that. Because yeah. I was like, thank you. Thanks for giving mm. like letting me give myself permission to just be happy in the now and just be curious and just be figuring it yeah. out. And it doesn't, I, I really believe that it doesn't have to be one thing but I think that everyone's like kind of purpose nearly is to listen to themselves, to just honor themselves. I think we're all so different. There's space for us all to do our different things. Um, You know, like I love coaching, but someone else that might not be their dream career at all. Like they could love cooking. They could love doing art. They could love being a teacher, like just follow your passions because you are better for everyone else that's around you when you are filling yourself up, like when you are following your heart, you just make everyone's life much richer. Yeah. Um, and that goes for employers as well. Like they don't want someone in a company who's quietly quitting and like, you know, has no energy for it. Like they they want people who are engaged. So it's like if you're in a space where you know you're you are quietly quitting or you're you're not engaged just give yourself permission to just get a little bit curious and it doesn't have to be that you have to quit your job or do whatever it's like just you don't like there doesn't have to be any big huge life changes all of a sudden Mm -hmm. but just allow yourself to start to listen to the whispers create space for yourself maybe like it could be something that you do in your spare time um, it could be like a hobby or or like a side project or something that could fill you up but I just think it's so important a fella said to me I had um I had a a, a meeting a couple of weeks ago with a business mentor and he said uh don't die with the magic inside you um because mm-hmm. because I was like yeah. explaining to him what I do yeah. and he was like oh yeah Niamh. he was like you're you're the person who explains like like the meaning behind yeah, that yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I love that because that is exactly, you know, what I want for people. I want them to see what their gifts are, what their desires are, what their strengths are, and what their passions are, and then to just go for it like, to really go for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love what you said there about like, it doesn't have to be this big thing. You don't have to leave your job. You don't have to do all these things. No. I've had a few people, I suppose, over the last while ask me, like, how do I find my purpose? Mm. And you mentioned there about listening. If Mm. you listen to yourself, and a part of you is like, okay, I want to sit outside now and have a cup of tea and listen to the birds. If you do little things like that in your day, they could be the smallest things. If someone rings you and says, hey, do you want to come out on Saturday? And there's a part of you that says, no, I don't want to come. But the other part that's like, oh, well, I better. The more you listen to that, those little things, the more your purpose, the, the big things will come.
1: But yeah, yeah. The little
0: yeah. things in our day and, and what oh, now in this. Because yeah. this is all that exists right now. Yeah. And 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 that's exactly
1: it. And take the pressure off. Yeah. Because a lot of the times you feel like it's this all or nothing thing, like I need to figure yeah. this thing out. Um, and it's it's not about that at all. And I think you know a lot of like we change as well like people change like what you're into this year might not be what you're into in in 15 years time and I think allowing yourself that permission as well you know I think years ago it was like you got this job and you're in this job for 40 years and there was never a question of, of pivoting and I think thank god like life has moved and we're so lucky I think that highlights privilege as well in that you know once once you're fed and you're watered it's like after that okay now what do I care about and and how can I make a difference and what's going to give I think when you have a sense of purpose right maybe your sense of purpose is to I don't know support other people maybe help them through a, a certain time maybe inspire them whatever it is right once you have that and you're clear on that it doesn't matter how you do it like there could be a million different ways that you can access that same feeling but it's like it gives you this life force this energy to to keep going do you know what I mean it's it's funny it's isn't it it's like this
0: drives you on
1: yeah it drives it and it makes you more resilient as well Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like i always say to people if you're looking for your purpose first tap into your values because then you'll know what's important to you and that's a lovely place to start because it's like if family is really important to you if you know security is really important to you if what you know you can kind of start to explore different things then around that you know um and and the decisions that you start to make in life once you've got kind of a sense of purpose like a sense doesn't have to be like this clear defined thing um a sense of what's important to you you can make decisions much easier then because it's like it's very obvious whether you know this next decision does that align to my values does that fit into what I'm actually looking for here and it becomes so much more clear like if you're someone who is craving freedom and and craving um personal connection and craving you know I don't know like meaning and then you you apply for a job that's going to have you working remotely from your desk all day long every single day in long hours you know it's like that's probably not going to be for you because that's you know your top thing was freedom and connection and people and you know do you know what I mean it's like it's going to be very obvious
0: yeah
1: um so that allows you then to make another decision Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think it really starts with getting to know yourself and just being gentle with yourself and realizing that um it's a journey and that's the fun of it you know it's not about this kind of end destination it's like how 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 can I kind of move closer to towards what I want you know every day or
0: like how can I bring something small in every day you know yeah well I think there's no better woman now to help people (laughs) (laughs) listening here and they're like oh I really resonate with that or I need help or you know some people mightn't even know what their values are how Mm. people find out how can people reach you or you know is there anything you have coming up any meditation classes or um yes yeah so
1: um they can reach me I'm on Instagram at direction in mind
0: and I'll share Um, that on the 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 post.
1: Thank you so much. um And I've got my own website as well, um I've just started writing blogs on there. So hopefully that will help people as well. I really want to just, you know, help people kind of answer these questions and figure these things out. um I've got a newsletter and it's full of that kind of stuff as well, like all about self discovery. And then in the next two weeks, I'm actually starting another meditation course. Um, And I'll be posting all about that on my social media and on my website. Um, But this meditation course is 21 days of meditation. So similar to kind of how I started with all of this, it's for anyone, anyone, if you've never meditated before, if you're brand new. um, But the reason that it's 21 days is because, you know, doing it once off, doing a meditation once off is great. But if you want to feel those benefits that I described, so the ability to kind of, you know, leave kind of the anxious thoughts alone and redirect your focus and have space between your thoughts and not be so afraid of your mind, that only comes when you practice regularly. It is a meditation practice. It's not you know it's it's not just it's something you get good at and then you can tap into it every five years and it's you get the same benefits It it's something you go back to so 21 days of live classes in the morning um and I would love like the past few students that I've had I've I've said to people if you're feeling anxious if you're feeling overwhelmed if you have that busy mind come along and they've all said that like the feedback that I've gotten has been incredible. Um, Yeah. It's just like, it just brings peace, you know, like when you start your day with that and as well, it's connection. So like we all get on to the zoom in the morning and we're all there with our bed heads and we're having a bit of crack. And it's like, I always add in like a few bits as well on gratitude and different things. So it's your positive outlook for your day. And it's just a really special three weeks and it's a new habit and a new skill. And yeah, I think it takes the fear out of it and it takes the worry out of it. And it's just gorgeous. So, yeah, that's starting in the next. And you're season. being
0: held accountable. You know, the way you've agreed yes. to sign up, you're on the Zoom. I think yes. starting out with meditation or starting out anything, it's really good to have that added support.
1: Yeah, well, that that's actually why I did it that way, because I know that there's 21 day courses out there and you can buy them online and whatever, and they're fantastic. But it is that accountability, like I am there every morning and, you know, in the group as well, there's that support element. Um, and I think if you know that something is recorded, it's so much easier. We're all human. We'll all just be like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll do yeah, that we, later yeah, on in the day. Or, yeah, we do. Like yeah. I do it myself. Um, so it's that thing that if you miss it, you're not getting it. So
0: like, let, let's commit to it and let's be there, you know. Oh well, it sounds amazing. And thank you so. I was I just think you've shared like so much and so many golden nuggets of wisdom. And I uh, think for me, I think anxiety has been been a big thing for the last mm-hmm. few years. But actually it's been a big thing for a long time. But I think we yeah. really had, you know, the knowledge or the words or you know, the labels, if you want. Yeah. Um but know that you know even listening to this there are things you can do and you may feel called to do the meditation personally mm. me um meditation drastically helped you know i would have had really bad anxiety as well i have meditated every day for possibly the last two and a half three years I would not go a day without meditation because I I genuinely love it it's my self-care and I just love it but every day is different you know I might do yeah I could do an hour I could do 20 I make it work Mm. but for me I know it helps the relationship with myself and it just makes my day go better
1: oh it, it's life-changing like yeah. I honestly feel like there was Neve before she meditated yes. and there was Neve after yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that is no stretch for life yeah.
0: um
1: and I love that I think that's so yeah. gorgeous well yeah. done
0: yeah oh, two and I, a half years oh I love like do you know yeah no matter I suppose I don't know how I never didn't have meditation if that makes sense I
1: know yeah same I just don't know how I coped
0: with life I'm like
1: it's yeah. kind of like my baseline for stress and for everything is lower when I meditate I always think like yeah it's I always describe it as like you start your day at a certain baseline when you meditate it's like you you maintain that baseline almost yeah. and then when stuff comes in and it kind of it's it's like you've space between the thing yeah. happening and your reaction I know we hear about that a lot but yeah. it is true it's like yeah. it just you're able to kind of rebalance yourself so much easier so much better and kind of watch your reactions as well and you um yeah I just I could talk about it for years because yeah. I just think it's like yeah, yeah. it's a skill for life it's amazing
0: yeah. oh it is but I know we spoke about that in Galway like I suppose my vision for this world is little kiddies like we oh yeah like if we were learn if we were doing meditation in school and it was something we were taught I'm telling you wouldn't the world be a different place oh
1: I but I see that happening like I Mm. see it being because my my morning like I'm not perfect my morning routine is not like seven hours long with like you know but it, it i'm like you it's like that is the most important thing that comes before i really yeah. brush my teeth and i think that that's what will happen in life i think yeah. it'll be like brush your teeth meditate go to school do you know what i mean well your yeah, yeah. breakfast yeah, yeah. hopefully <laughs> <laughs> have a few sausages <laughs> um but yeah
0: i i think it's yeah, going to yeah. be fundamental yeah. to life yeah yeah, if I'm with people or we're somewhere or away, I'm like just going off to talk to my friends and like they know like that's me going to meditate, connect to myself, my angels, my guides. That's what I said, like off to chat to my friends now <laughs> <laughs> I love it
1: yeah no I Dave my partner he he calls it zin zin like I don't know why I'm saying that but he's like neve has gone zin zin and I'm like yeah and I'll never forget it like I moved home from Australia and I was living uh-huh. with my parents for a while you know I think a lot of us are stuck stuck yeah. at home in this day yeah. and uh my mom and dad like should they wouldn't it yeah. they th- they thought I was mad yeah. for the first few months and uh, I remember one day I was sitting upstairs meditating in the attic and now it's not like it's, yeah. it's like there's furniture up there I'm not just hiding in a hole but I was meditating and my mother like comes along and she's standing in front of me and you know when you can feel someone looking <laughs> at you and, she, and then I like open my eyes and I was like mom and <laughs> she was like Jesus I thought you were in another world and I was like I was fucking trying to be like Uh, (laughs) uh. but But it's really I think the point is you know it sounds if you're not into this world it sounds like very different Mm -hmm. but it's becoming so mainstream and that's fantastic Mm -hmm. like it's a buzzword now and, and I get that a lot of people are put off by that but there's a reason that it is
0: like it is incredible Mm. And you don't have to even talk to your friends. You can just connect in with your body and do. The yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> it works. Come it. <laughs> here. Totally. Thank you so, so, so much. And yeah, Aww. thanks for being you. And thanks for sharing a little bit of your journey with us all.
1: Oh, thanks for having me here. I love, I love what you do.
0: Aww. Um, and I'm so glad that I met you that day. What a special day yeah and that's it like the more you embrace who you are the universe will put people on your path they'll put you in the right places so yeah everyone listening and i need this we need to the more we be our authentic self everything just works works out yes. better yeah 100 and thank, um, you, thank you so much this. thank you